Hello world. If you can hear this, that means you're tuned into JSY podcast and I am your host, just simply Yvonne, coming to chat with you and you never know what about. This podcast was created for everyday people living everyday lives with the hopes that a conversation will be had that could change your perspective. We have made it to season two. I'm so excited to still be here. I hope that your ears are ready to listen. Your heart is open to receive a nugget or two and that this is a good use of your time. As Jahim says, come on over to my place. Let's see what we're talking about this episode. Hey now, hey now, we are officially in September. Wow. October, November, December. We have three months after this, officially four months left in 2022. Are you moving and grooving towards your goals? Are you crossing things off your list? Are you living and loving life? I hope so. I hope so. This episode is because we're at a brand new month. We are starting a brand new month. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that your mind is well, that your body is well, that your emotions are well. I just hope that you in general are well. Hope your finances are well, okay? I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. Welcome to September. I hope... I think, I believe, I pray that this month would be full of surprises, full of promotions, full of increase, full of favor, full of the possibilities that life could be as grand as you want it to be because you are still here for a purpose. Okay? Welcome to September. Okay, I hope you have a spectacular and a savvy even a spiffy. I hope you have a spiffy month. (laughs) Okay. Without further ado, September is National Update Your Resume. Okay. So if you have a resume, you're working a job, you already had a job, you're thinking about getting a new job, check in on your resume. This month, this is your reminder to look at your resume and see if it needs some tweaks, some polishing, some editing, some revising, whatever you need to do, because you just never know. An opportunity may come up because I'm hoping for new possibilities this month, for promotions this month, for the opportunity to promote. So if your resume is ready, when the opportunity presents itself, you will be ready. So I hope that this reminds you to pull that resume out. Even if you've been in a position for years, if you've been there 30 days, update your resume to this new current position just so you have it ready in case somebody, you bump into somebody in the elevator or you see somebody at the gas station or you, I don't know, however your job is set up, work from home is a little different, but just in case you message somebody and they say, we're looking for somebody, you can ping that that resume right on over. You just never know. You just never know. If you've not accomplished your income goals for this year and you said, I want to make a certain amount, you never know what could happen in these last four months. So seriously, 
take the opportunity. I hope that you have someone who can look at it. If not, there are a bunch of resources available, either Google, hopefully your job has something, but if not, um, see if you can get like, you can even Google ways to like spiffy up. I'm going to just use that word all month now. <laughs> Ways to spiffy up your resume. And then any little tips and tricks they have, you could take that and maybe use that in your resume. Also, I think you should have more than one resume only because different jobs require different things. They're looking for different things, different keywords. So if you only have one resume, then this is your reminder to create a new resume, maybe pull some stuff over from that first one, but just have another one just in case. This one might be customer service driven, and this one might be um, like functionality, like all the things that you've done in your function, in your roles, you know, like how you function. It could be different. Or if you're trying to get out of one um, career path or one area and you want to get to another, you might want to highlight different skills to get over there. That's, I mean, that's essentially how I got out of massage only jobs or job offers and got into the world of finance because I mean the two don't really go together but you're able to use skills that are transferable to make your resume tailored to where you want to go so update your resume look at it edit it revise it crop maneuver change the template maybe put some color on there not too crazy not lime green and magenta but maybe a nice navy blue Maybe, you know, put the years and the, the months, the location, the company, maybe put that in the color so it kind of pops. Just do something different with your resume. Just update it in a way that allows you to be ready. Should the opportunity present itself to promote, to move, to enhance, to grow somewhere, you're ready. Okay. Also, September is National Savior Photos Month. And when I tell you I have over 8,000 photos on my phone, I'm like, save them where? A drive. <laughs> a drive. Get them somewhere where they're saved in case something happens to where you won't lose all those. You won't be able to go back in time and be like, oh, I can recreate. Well, you can, now people are recreating photos from when they were a kid. But obviously you're grown now. You were a baby then, you know, but still save your photos somewhere. This is your reminder to email them to yourself email them to like a separate email that's not attached to your phone do something to where you can keep some of your memories because you'll look up and I don't even know how I have 8,000 photos I really think like 3,500 is screenshots <laughs> but um some kind of way find a way to save your photos so you don't lose out on memory um so you don't lose out on things that you've done, places you've traveled, things you've seen that may be in the back of your mind, but you took a photo just for your sake. And then if something happens and you lose it, or if like in my case, every time I get a new phone and I'm trying to like transfer all my photos from one phone to the other, it's like too much, can't do it. And I'm like, what? I need all these photos. And I'm like, girl, you haven't looked at some of these photos in years. You can take them off the phone. Like a screenshot just saying that somebody said something, take that off the phone. <laughs> a picture of somebody logging in or a picture of something that it's like I have proof that this happened get rid of that get rid of that okay what is you holding it for I don't know it's just in my mind that I need it I don't know anyway also September is national courtesy month and I love this because this is just a reminder to be kind you never know what people are going through the very last episode it was so many people fighting 
for their lives. Literally, they were contemplating with life. And I mean, life can be a challenge. So it could be anybody and you don't know what they're going through. So this month, the focus or the encouragement is that you find a way to be kind all month. And it doesn't have to be financial. It doesn't have to be you go out and spend a lot of money. It doesn't have to be you buy people food, clothes, you know, pay rent, none of that. You could just simply smile at people. You could simply hold the door. You could simply let someone go in front of you if they have one thing and you have 27. I mean, you could be kind in other ways that don't require giving like financial things. You could be kind like serving at a soup kitchen or, you know, having um, like frozen water bottles here in Texas at the stoplights. And then when you see um, homeless people out at the light, getting that out of your cooler or something and just giving them something cold to drink. You just, you can find ways to be kind without like physically spending money. If that's your concern, there's other ways to be kind helping someone elderly in a grocery store reach something they might couldn't reach or, you know, help somebody find something if they're in the store and they say, hey, do you know where this is? I get that so many times. Every time I look down, I'm like, what do I have on? Do I have on navy and khaki? Do I look like I work at Walmart? Do I have on red and khaki? Do it look like I work at Target? People will come up to me and be like, hey, do you know where this is? And I just look around like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I know where it's at, but in my mind, I'm like, why are you asking me? What, what, why are you asking me? I have the type of face, I guess, <laughs> the personality that people are like, oh, she's friendly, let me ask. I have no issues with it, I none. It just always throws me off when people ask me, because I did work at Walmart for a year, so I'm like, oh, maybe I have on Navy, and then I'll look and i have on like a red dress in Walmart. And so it's like, I don't, I don't know what's happening here. Or I'll be at Target and I have on an orange dress, dress, I'm saying dress, like I'm not pants, a full dress. And then people will be like, can you help me? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And I'll help them, but it just throws me because I'll be like, I'm shopping for my kids and my family. And then you're asking me to help you find something like I know. I mean, I, most of the time I can find it. It's just, it's just weird. (laughs) It just catches me off guard and I don't have nothing against it. Please don't think that I'm that person where I look nice, but I'm really mean. No, no. I just, it just throws me every time that happens. I'm like, well, what would make them think that? But I said all that to say, you can help people. You can be kind without exactly spending money. You know what I'm saying? Like you can find other ways to help people. If you see people, um, outside somewhere and you can ask them you know do you need something or do you need help or you know you can just go up and start talking to a stranger and I mean that's the way to be kind sometimes people are battling and fighting in their life and they just need someone to give a kind word you can give a kind word hope your day goes well or I hope you have the good rest of your day or you know you can say something that's kind and polite and nice and so This particular month, National Courtesy Month, I'm challenging you to be kind. We want to be kind always, but of course we live life and we go through things. And so this particular month, the focus is that. Okay. Update your resume, save your photos, and be kind this month. Okay. When I tell you this particular month, we are talking about potential versus capacity. What? When I sat with these two things, let me tell you, I was going round and round and round and round. Because we've heard the word potential. You have this potential to be great. You have the potential to be amazing or this best leader or this, that, this, this, this. You have the potential, right? 
Potential literally means the ability to become something in the future. While capacity is different. I sat with this because just because you have the potential does not mean you have the capacity to handle what your potential could mean. When I sat with that, I'm like, what? That is so, that's a heavy statement. And the reason why, let me tell you, because I'll go off. Capacity means the ability of someone or something to hold something at its maximum amount. So they gave a bunch of mathematical equations and stuff on Google. And I'm like, I don't think we're doing math here. But outside of math, let's look at this potential. So for me, let's look at like dating, right? You have the potential to be a husband or wife, right? But just because you have the potential does not mean that you could actually hold that maximum amount, like the capacity to be a wife or a husband, because it requires different things of you. The potential is just the opportunity, the ability, you know what I'm saying? And the capacity is like the full weight of it, you know, because the potential could be like 10% and the capacity could be a hundred percent, you know? So it's like, yes, I could do that. I'm a woman, so I could be a wife. I could be a mother, right? And then when it comes down to it, a mother is a person who gives and gives and gives. And there's so many people I meet that that's why I love when people say, I don't want to have a kid. And they're like standing on that because they know they have the potential because they are a woman, right? They have the potential to be a mother. They have sex. So they know they could be. But they're like, I don't have the capacity to operate in that role. Meaning, I'm not okay with getting up in the middle of the night. I'm not okay with changing diapers. I'm not okay with co-parenting with another person or cohabitating with another person to raise a human being. Or financially, I don't want to give that much. Or whatever the reason may be. Some people say that. So I have always respected with the utmost people who say, I don't want to be a parent. And then other people say, what do you mean? You've been married 10 years. Why don't y'all want to, why don't y'all? And I'm like, these people know who they are. They know where they are. They know what they're able to do and what they're not able to do. They're, so they're saying, I have no desire to do all that is in the capacity of being a mother. So that means I'm not interested in all that extra running to and from events and meeting the teachers and blah, 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 blah. I mean, these people, when I meet people who say that, I'm like, what? Yes. And then I'm like, don't let society guilt you into something that you don't necessarily want to do because it's not, it's not strictly, that's what I'm saying. The capacity and potential are different and people make it seem like it's the same. Yes, you would want to be married when you get ready to have a kid. You would want to be in a stable relationship where income is coming in. You have maybe two incomes, so you have the potential to raise a healthy child. You know what I'm saying? You have the potential to have a family because you have two incomes, maybe a house. You know, maybe it's more stable than like a single person or a 19-year-old who is barely working. You know, like you have the potential to be a better parent because you have more resources. But just because you have that potential does not mean that capacity works. And let me shift over. Parents that are, or I'm sorry, people who are wanting to marry. Okay, if you're a man or you're a woman, you have the potential to marry and to be a wife or husband. But then 
you get married and then it requires you to go through things with your spouse they're growing you're growing or you're growing and they're not growing you're already a wife or husband now so you're do you have the capacity to deal with that also you see this person every day all day so you see them at their absolute worst their absolute worst and then you're at your absolute worst you don't get no on the weekends you can spiff up you know what i'm saying you can let me let me get myself together let me present my best self they see you when you wake up they see you when you go to sleep they see you when you're hangry they see you when you know what i'm saying they see you all the time they roll over and your breath is hot you know what i'm saying they see you with the eye crust and all that they see you when you haven't shaved and your haircut isn't right or your hair is nappy and you ain't got it done yet, no makeup. They see you at your absolute worst and you see them at their absolute worst. Do you have the capacity to deal with that? Because society will make you think that marriage is like end-all be-all when in fact, the marriage is like the beginning. Like the dating, the meeting obviously is the beginning. But then of course you date, that's like step two. Okay, you get engaged, step three. Marriage is step four. Okay, step five through 20 (laughs) is the marriage. You know what I'm saying? So people be like, oh, hurry up. I just want to be married. I just want to be married. I'm like, but do you have the capacity to deal with being married? Because in that marriage, you're going to have ups, downs, backwards, forwards, losses, wins. I mean, you're going to have all kind of stuff. And then on top of that, you're you're trying to grow your individual self. You're trying to like save money for retirement. You're trying to either travel or figure out what works for your marriage, right? And then on top of that, you're seeing them at their worst. Do you have the capacity to deal with that? Let issues come up with health or with like mother-in-laws or father-in-laws or aging parents or, you know, all the things that could go on in a lifetime. You're saying, I'm committed to you for this lifetime and this is, I'm okay with this. And then that capacity from five to 20, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you able to deal with all that? All that. People don't look at that. So I was like, what potential versus capacity? Oh, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. That's one of those you have to sit with. And even, okay, outside of dating, outside of parenting, job, like career-wise, you have the potential to be like a top performer, top earner, right? You might say, my goal is to be a CEO or CFO or COO or somewhere at the top of the company, right? You have the potential to get there. But once you start doing the job, do you have the capacity to be on back and call 24-7? Really, CEOs, yes, they have people under them who handle and put out a lot of fires. But outside of that, they still have to handle and put out a lot of fires. And of course, when you're at the bottom, like when you're starting and you just say you're just a regular employee, and then you move up to like a shift leader or a team, you know, team lead or whatever the supervisor role is. And then somebody calls in, you're expected to cover their shift because you are managing that. And that is your role now. Okay. So then you move up from supervisor to like manager and you're managing multiple teams. Okay. If you don't, if somebody calls in and a supervisor staff, you would pick in, you would slide in and take their role to make sure things continue to roll. Okay. So then you go from manager to the next level, VP or whatever the next level is, director, somewhere in there. And then, okay, it's the exact same trickle effect. If some of the managers don't come in, you would step in and fill their role until they get back or figure out the schedule to make sure people are in place to keep the job running, you know? And so just because you have the potential to do that, do you have the capacity? And many times I have said for myself, 
yes, I want to be this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to manage. I want to lead. I want to do this because they make more money, right? But then also there's a heavier burden on them because they have to show results. We don't really care how you get there, but you're managing these teams. These teams need to perform. So what are you doing to ensure they're performing? Figuring out that schedule, hiring the best talent, figuring out good managers. You know what I'm saying? Like you're having to come up with stuff. And I'm like, yeah, as a single parent whose three kids are involved in sports and activities, who as active myself with this podcast, with my extracurricular activities, getting back in the church setting, um, dating, all of these things, my plate is so full, wanting to go back to school. Um, And I mean, the last 10 years I've been in school, my plate is so full. Management is not really in the best capacity for me right now like I would want it because of the money but I don't necessarily want it because of the time and the commitment it requires so I'm like you have to sit with that I definitely have management material because as a single parent I'm managing three kids plus me so I have management potential I'm sorry I have management potential but that does not mean at this moment I have the capacity to hold all that comes with being a manager I hope I'm painting this picture for you. (laughs) And I'm fired up, so I'm talking super fast. So I apologize if I'm going fast, but I'm just, I want you to see what I'm saying. Potential versus capacity. Okay. Um, Oh, that's another thing. Just because you can do something, your potential, doesn't mean you would be successful at it, your capacity. Yes. Yes. Just because you could write a book, just because we all could write a book. Do we know words? Yes. Can we form sentences? Yes. Do you have a topic that you could talk about? Yes. Does that mean you're an author? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but maybe not. Everybody is not successful at being an author or a podcaster or a news anchor or a teleprompter or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just never know what you would be going with you know what I'm saying like each person has gifts we all have things that we are naturally good at an artist um, whether that's makeup or on canvas or with spray paint or with glitter or with whatever the case or you could be like um a collector of any sort I mean you could do all kind of things and be good at it just good at it and then somebody else come along I cannot barely draw a circle like a symmetric circle the drawing is not my thing And I'm not going to try to be an artist because I know that's not my strength, right? So just because you're good at it or just because you can do it does not mean you will be successful at it. Okay. But I would not come and give you all of these like examples, parenting, marriage, and career-wise. I wouldn't come and give you those as potentials and then not tell you ways that you could increase your potential and your capacity, if that's what you chose to do, right? So, three ways that you could increase your capacity. Stop doing important things occasionally and start doing them daily. So, if it's something important like, just say, budgeting, stop occasionally budgeting once every quarter. When you could check in on your budget daily and be like, okay, yesterday I went out to eat, add that to the that expense category. Okay, yesterday I paid light bill, cable, rent, phone. Okay, add that to these bills and then see what I have left over. 
okay we need to cut back on entertainment we need to cut back on eat fast food we need to cut back here oh we went over in electricity because it's ridiculously high over the summer okay so cut back over here in gas maybe you know if you're wanting to increase your capacity stop doing things on occasion important things and start doing them daily and that'll help you get there also stop doing the expected and start doing the unexpected so it's expected for you to do a b c anything after c is not really expected okay so then that's when you start doing d and then you might add in e and then you might add in f <laughs> you know what i'm saying because then it shows that you have the ability to do more like you have the capacity i'm doing these well and now i'm adding things and i'm still doing those well and it's not expected of me, so I have the ability to increase my capacity. Now, if it's something you want to do, of course you don't want to do something just because, like, oh, showing up at meetings, and you don't want to be there, and you're there, and you have stank face, and you don't contribute, and you don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't take notes or anything meaningful, useful. You don't want to do that. But if it's something that you're interested in, and it's like it doesn't tax you, and you're able to add value, that's when you do the unexpected. So if it's coming in every single morning and making coffee and you absolutely hate making coffee, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Because that's not really increasing your capacity. That's just adding more things to your to-do list and it's not really increasing. Like, it's not adding value. So it would be something that you like or you're interested in doing that you don't have an issue with that's unexpected, that's not expected of you. Okay. The other one is stop doing things you've already done. And start doing new things so for me life is about experiences and so if you are doing the same old day in day out and you're saying nothing new is happening or I'm not expanding or I'm not being promoted or I'm not seeing anything different it's nothing wrong with the try the true the secure it's nothing wrong with that but if you want to go to a different level if you want to experience something else you're gonna have to start doing new things and that increases your capacity because then it's like, I know how to do this. I've been doing this however long, whether it's a month, whether it's a week, whether it's a year, whether it's 10 years. I've been doing this. Okay, now I want to experience something new. So you have to start, you have to try something new in order to experience that. And it will increase your capacity because then it's like, okay, I could do A, B, and C. Now let me add H and I and J. And you don't have to do them in order. And also, those those are just letters. Like, if you know it's one, two, three things that you do, but then it's like some other things you could do. Like, I could think of, I used to comb hair, not so much anymore. I'm like, yeah, I did it because I had two girls, but I don't, I didn't really ever really want to do hair. Like, I wanted to do it to save money, but it was never like my passion. Oh, I'm gonna get up and braid this hair. Like, I'm gonna do this style. That wasn't something I was just really was interested in so then it's like ooh, something new y'all can start y'all's hair and then i could just kind of supervise and monitor of course they might not agree but i love it <laughs> but i'm just saying start new things try something new and see if it works it may it may not but then you at least know oh okay that doesn't work for me oh that doesn't work for me oh that doesn't work for me and it increases your capacity okay so while we are talking about um increasing capacity let's talk about maximizing your potential so i have a few more um than three on this one but i just thought these were good points okay so we want to master time management are you using your time the best way you can 
this is a challenging one for me because I have so many irons in the fire. So mastering time management is a skill. Do you hear me? It's a skill. It's not something you just wake up and you're like, oh, okay, from 8 to 8.30, I'm here. From 9 to 10, I'm here. This, this, this. Make sure you add in the dentist appointment. Make sure you add in the vision check. Make sure you add this in. Circle back here. For, don't forget to clock in over there. Oh, make this connection and keep that connection building here. Like, I mean, it's an actual skill. So mastering time management is not something you just wake up today and you're doing it. Because, because, because. The more you add, the more of a juggle. You know what I'm saying? You have to juggle your time. And so as you increase your capacity, as you are growing, you're maximizing your potential, things could probably be added to your plate that will make you get that calendar out and be like, okay, let me see if I can work in a lunch date here. Let me see if I can attend that meeting. No. Okay, let me see if I can circle back and, and link with this person this week, etc. Okay. Also, take time to recharge. Take time to recharge. The world that we live in right now is just hustle and bustle. Everybody, hustle, grind, 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 go get it, go get it, go get it. And it's like, that's fine and dandy for a season, but you can't run off that indefinitely. So take time to recharge so you can maximize your potential. When you come back fresh, refreshed, re-energized, you're saying, okay, I took a moment to check out, get all those things off my mind, unwind, refocus my energy, recharge my energy, and I'm coming back and I'm maximizing. You know, you have a different outlook so you're able to do better with what you have. So take time to recharge because it's important. Also, that's why you get vacation days. And if you're not able to take like seven days vacation, take maybe like a half day and go home and take a nap in the middle of the week. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to, people are like, oh my gosh, I can't find seven days that the company wouldn't need me or whatever, whatever the wording is. You don't have to take all at one time. Maybe say if you get seven days, maybe say I'm going to take one day, one Friday off a month and that gets you through seven months out of the year. And then maybe you figure out some other ways to take a few days here and there, you know? But just understand that as human beings that we're going and we're doing and we're producing and we're driving and we're we're just doing all these things, you have to take a second to recharge. Okay, focus on the big picture. Where are you trying to go? What are you trying to accomplish? Whatever that is, have that there, but take small steps to get there. I want to retire a millionaire. Cool. Take small steps to get there. If that's invest right here, if that's join Bitcoin, if that's getting cryptocurrency, if that's open another savings account and put 10% in a month, if that's, you know, partner with somebody who's starting a startup and you can do that, whatever you have to do, look at the big picture, focus on the big picture, but take small steps to get there. Another one is dream big. The sky is the limit. Literally, when you look at your life and you say, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Okay. Where do you want to go past that? I'm serious. When I tell, when I really sit and look at where I'm at now financially, and first of all, my rent is through the roof. I would, I'm talking about, I will say, scream this from the mountaintop. If you ask me as a 20 something year old woman, getting divorced with three kids, what is the most I would ever pay in rent? <laughs> this number that I pay now never would have came up. I don't think this number that I pay now would have came up for a mortgage, yet I'm paying it. And I'm like, wow, I just kept 
pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope. Yes, the world is, we're in inflation right now. They're saying we're about to go into a recession and all this, but inflation right now is higher than normal. So rent is high. Everything is high, right? But when I said how much I wanted to make a year, typically people that make more, they spend more. You know what I'm saying? Not always, but I'm saying, like, you have more to spend. In other words, when you make less, it's like, I can't pay $2,000 in rent because I don't make but $2,000 a month. You know what I'm saying? So if you wouldn't pick that option, right? Versus if you make $6,000 a month, you're like, what is $2,000 in rent? Nothing, because I still got $4,000 to play with, you know? So the more you make, the more you could spend. And so when I look at how much I pay in rent, I'm like, I, What? I would have never picked this, okay? But I make more than I made at 20 when I was thinking, you know? So I said that to say, dream big. You don't know what could happen in your lifetime. You don't know what connections you would make. You don't know who you would run into. You don't know what opportunities will come your way because the bigger my number got, then I started meeting people and then opportunities started coming and then promotions and raises and this, that, and this. Oh, and I have multiple sources of income. You know what I'm saying? So you just never know. So if your goal is to do something, dream big. Like, I want to be in a five-bedroom, three-bath house. I want to own a five-bedroom, three-bath house with two two acres. You know what I'm saying? I want to have a three-car garage. I I want the biggest, you know what I'm saying? I want to have an outside pool where I can just go out there, get in, and swim. You would never know if it could happen or not if you don't dream it. So dream, even if you have to dream quietly, even if you have to write it down, I want this much money a year. I want this particular vehicle. I want to live in this kind of neighborhood or this city or this state or whatever. I want to travel to four countries in a year. Write it down. And then when you write it down, you never know what could happen to get you to that point. Reflect on your past and take action. So going back to where I was in life and I'm like, this is where I want to go. So I'm dreaming big and I say, I want to get out of my hometown, which I did, (laughs) but I, it took me 11 years to get out of my hometown. Like when I look back in my past, I'm like, why hadn't you been moved? Because every time I got ready to think about it, I would say, no, because my kids need to be right up the street from their dad. Oh, because we have family here. Oh, because you know, like I have a decent job. Oh, because you know, like I'm, I just, it was so many reasons why I didn't. But when I finally made up in my mind, no, we're leaving. This is my lease is up. I don't have anything holding me here. I'm going. Then I was able to walk into that next step. You know what I'm saying? When I took that next step, then all these other things just met me here. And it was uneasy. You know what I'm saying? When I first moved here, that first like 30 days, I didn't have a job. So it's like, you don't have an apartment, you don't have a job, but I wasn't tied into anything. And so that was the big thing for me. If I, if my lease was up and I signed for a whole nother year, then I would be stuck trying to figure out how I was going to pay for that because I didn't have a job. I mean, yes, I massaged and that'll always be in my back pocket, but I didn't have an actual job. So it was like, you don't have a job that's tying you to the city. And now your lease is up, so you don't have an apartment or, you know, that piece of a lease tying you to the city. So it was like, it just made sense for me to move. And then, of course, people are like, how did you move with nothing? And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of just jumped. And then, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I landed on my feet. The Lord made a way. But um, sometimes you have to look in your past and see where you are. And where you're wanting to go. And then you just have to take action. I knew I didn't want to be there. I knew I didn't want to buy a home in my hometown. I knew that I wouldn't meet like 
a man that I was interested in in my hometown. You know what I'm saying? I was like, if you want to have a chance at dating and remarrying, you have to do something different. If you want to have a chance at making this amount of money, you're going to have to do something different. If you want to be a homeowner, you're going to have to do something different. And so for me, those were enough to push me to take the leap to leave my hometown. But in your case, you might say, no, I'm not trying to do something that drastic. Cool. But still look in your past and see where you were and then or see where you are right now and be like, let me see behind me what I've accomplished. OK, but where am I trying to go? You have to take action. You have to take action. And that allows you to maximize your potential. You just never know what's out there if you sit in the exact same spot and do nothing. You just never know who you'll meet, what opportunities will come your way, what people you would run into. You know what I'm saying? You never know unless you take action. You have to dream big. You have to. Focus on your big picture, whatever that may be. Take time to recharge and master time management, and you can maximize your potential. I hope, fingers crossed, (laughs) that you were able to take some nuggets out of this particular episode, potential versus capacity. We are going somewhere, y'all. Stick with me. I promise you, you are going somewhere because where you are is not where you'll end. You are still here for a reason. And since you're here for a reason, I want you to accomplish some things. And I want to push you to accomplish some things. I want to push you to write some things down and to say, you know, I was here last year, but I want to be somewhere different in 2023. We can get there. Let's recognize where your potential is or what your potential is. And then let's focus on increasing your capacity. And then let's get there because growth increases your capacity. Be open to growth. Be open to growth. I think because you're listening that you are, but in case you're not, I just want to say be open to growth because you just never know. You will hear me say that until, okay? You just never know. Seriously, you will be at Starbucks and and hear something and it'll spark something and then you'll, next thing you know, that trajectory has changed your life. You will be eating out somewhere, shopping somewhere, driving somewhere, and hear something on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just never know. So be open. Be open to the possibility. And I'm telling you, I hope that spec- I hope that September is spectacular. I hope that something comes through and it's spiffy. <laughs> I hope that you have the most amazing month. And I hope that you get a surprise. Remember, you heard it here first. I'm speaking surprises, beautiful surprises. Promotions increase this month, September 2022. Until next time. Oh, that's it and that's all for this episode, of course. I'm coming back to you live at five, okay? I hope that you heard something that sticks with you or that pops back up in your mind later in the week and you're able to marinate on it. Real quick, if you could, Spotify has a new option to rate podcasts. So if you heard this podcast on Spotify, if you could leave a rating or if you heard it on Apple, if you could leave a review so other people can find this podcast and take a listen. Thank you so very much. I truly could not do it without you. And just know, I'm probably somewhere talking. Until next time, toodles, y'all.